So I want to say a little bit about the retreat theme, um, and then we'll uh, get on with the uh, refuges and the precepts to get to get us started officially. So on this retreat, we're going to be following teachings that are in a discourse called the Simile of the Cloth, which is in the Majjhima Nikaya. And this teaching um, that's given in this, in this sutta offers a beautiful way that the mind can become refreshed and the heart can open and wisdom can be realized. So it's, um, it's in sense a teaching about the one way that the path can unfold. So we'll be following that along. So this sutta describes um, a path of practice where we move from recognizing the challenges in the mind to knowing that we have released them partially. (laughs) This is one of the sweet things about the sutta, is that it doesn't say we have to completely overcome all of the difficulties that we have. We just have to know that we've started to let go of them uh, in some way. And that is a foundation for having faith in the process. You know, we see that doing this practice does lead to some kind of result in our mind, some kind of good result. And then from that, we get inspired and we have joy and we're, we're more able to practice with um, uh, kind of an uplifted heart and mind. And we gain some inner self-respect around the fact that we know that we're starting to work on the the difficulties in our mind. And from there, um, we further release the mind through practicing the four Brahma-viharas. These are one of the suttas where the uh, four heart qualities are explicitly named as a key component of the path. So um, the four Brahma-viharas, or I've just called them the heart qualities, are goodwill, metta, and compassion, karuna, and appreciative joy, mudita, and equanimity, uh, upekka. So those will be our focus on during the weekdays. And then from there, um, once we have cultivated the heart to some degree, the mind is prepared, it's strong enough in a sense, to release and open to the deeper wisdom of the Four Noble Truths and to uh, awakening to freedom from the, all the challenges that we started with. So once the mind is free, then it has um, a sound basis for living, and there isn't a need to rely further on things that are unreliable. So don't worry if that all went fairly fast. That's what will be unfolding over the course of the week. So a lot of this, just to say at the beginning, a lot of it has to do with the practitioner having a clear recognition of what is occurring in the mind. So you have to be able to see, first of all, if there are challenges, but also you see that things are partially released. You see that there is some freedom. Say that we're prone to sadness as just something that happens frequently for us in the mind. Maybe we recognize, first of all, we have to recognize that that's in the mind and it's not by definition how the world is, it just happens to be how our mind is now. 
And once we see that, we realize, oh, even just being mindful of this sadness, that in itself is a very slight release of it, at least that we've seen it as opposed to not seeing it. And so we recognize not only that there's the sadness, but we recognize that there's a slight release of it. And from there, we can, uh, that, we can use that appreciation of the slight release that we've gotten to build as a basis for building the whole path to awakening. And I love this because every one of us has practiced mindfulness to some degree. We all know that there's that quality that when we become mindful of something, we're not lost in it at that moment. And in this sutta, the claim is that uh, that is really the basis for being able to do that again and again and deeper and deeper all the way along the whole path. So the first step can take us all the way eventually. So. Um, and then maybe another aspect of the way the sutta unfolds is that there's a sense of appreciating that the Dharma has a, an unfolding on its own, that we don't have to do the creation of the path and the full unfolding of it as an act of what we're doing. It's more about seeing. So we see difficulties, we see um and we see and appreciate that they're starting to release, and that is kind of starts to snowball into its own process. So sometimes we get focused on trying to do the instructions. Am I doing it right? Have I done it? Um, and there can be a little bit too much doing. And if we maybe forget that the first step is simply to release unwholesome states and develop, you know, allow good qualities of the heart to come forth which are there when the unwholesome states are released. And then we just need to see, we just need to look and see, appreciate through our vision, the Four Noble Truths. It's not so much doing. (laughs) So I hope that's another thing that may come across through this week, um, which is also what makes it very compatible with daily life, where we do do things. We have to do this and that around the house and in our job and so forth. But the seeing that we bring to it because we have an intention to practice can help uh, so much with the unfolding of the path. Um, So maybe that's enough on that for now. And we'll go on with the um, more formal opening of the retreat with the taking of the refuges and the precepts.